0: Allahumma, Arinal Hakka, Hakkan, Warzuknai Tiba, Warinal wa Batula, Batulan, Warzuknai Jinaba. Robby Shrahli Sadri, Wayasirli Amri, vahlul wa Okodatam in Lisani, Yafkaho Kauli. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah, hi Welcome to the reflections on the Risali in Urbaibed Uzaman Said Nursi Podcast Series this is Mustafa Tuna. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you get your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org In this episode inshallah we will continue reading the second station of the 20th word where we talk about prophetic examples and especially especially how those prophetic examples point to the furthest points that we as human beings can advance in our abilities to harness the regularities patterns laws that God has built God has legislated into his creation you may have heard of these as natural laws there is no such thing as nature out that it is just a human construct and as just a human construct it cannot do anything it cannot legislate it cannot have any laws it cannot be the be the agent uh, active agent of any anything that's happening any patterns, any regularities, any laws these are God's laws God builds aptitudes into the things he creates, he prepares them to be able to accomplish certain tasks. And to the extent that we recognize, study, understand and then regulate, take under control, harness those regularities, those aptitudes, we benefit. That's how we um, burn fire and cook our food. That's how we burn gasoline and make that, um, that combustion move pistons in an engine and then the pistons move the wheels and drive our cars, and so on and so forth. Our lives are full of these examples. Now Stad Nursi in this treatise takes various occasions from the Qur'an in which miraculous events related to uh, prophets are narrated and points out, shows us, that how these Prophetic miracles can be read as pointing to the furthest points of these various advancements that we, as human beings, accomplish in our lives, or in our collective history. So um, we read again. We read several examples, and in the last episode, we began uh, reading and reflecting upon uh, another example. We read only one paragraph and did not finish. So inshallah, we will continue from there. We will reread that paragraph, um, perhaps only in English, and then move on to talk about the, the, the this phenomenon, this particular prophetic uh, miracle, and then move on from there, inshallah. Uh, those who may not fully perhaps grasp uh, what we read in this first paragraph, may inshallah go to the last episode and listen to its end or you know that might mean that you have not listened to the previous episodes it might make more sense to to read uh, to read the 20th word or listen to our episodes on the 20th word from the beginning inshallah so bismillah also for instance about hazard solomon salam. again so the uh, the example that we read before this was about salam, and this one is also about salam. it says here it refers to the Quran these are prophetic miracles as narrated in the Quran it says with these verses which express the subjugation of the jinn the satans and malignant souls thus prohibiting their evil and evil and employing them in useful works now what are those verses? Yeah, in here. The verses are coming, and others chained in fetters. This is uh, from the thirty-eighth chapter of the Quran and the thirty-eighth verse, and also another uh, verse, and some of the satans who die for him and do other works besides. And then suddenly here says to the end, and this is uh, chapter twenty-one, verse eighty-two. These, of course, are uh, little phrases taken out of the uh, verses. Uh, Ustad Nursi is assuming that his readers may or or would all uh, know the context they would be intimately engaged with the Qur'an uh, but unfortunately that's not always the case for all of us so I'm going to read the uh, fuller versions of these verses the first one from chapter 38 of the Qur'an and I'm going to take from chapter 36 to chapter 40 for it to make more sense uh reads in a possible English translation as so we gave him power and power over the wind and this is sulaiman a- alayhi sala right so we gave him power over the wind wind which at his request ran gently wherever he willed so Sleiman alayhi sala was given the power of um having control over the wind and he could mount uh, we don't know how that is, but we, he could mount wind and go wherever he willed. And the jinn, so this is the part that's more relevant in this section of the treatise. And the jinn, every kind of builder and diver. So the jinn, apparently, we understand from this, can build things and also dive under the oceans, under the seas, and bring things out. And others chained in fetters. So, what are those others? We don't know exactly, but you know there are other um, spiritual beings, other kinds of beings. This is our gift, so so give or withhold as you wish, without account. His reward will be nearness to us, and a good place to return to. And the second uh, section or second uh, verse is uh, was from chapter t- uh, twenty-one, verse eighty-two. And some of the Satans would die for him, again about alayhi salam, and do other works besides. We were watching over them. So God was watching over them. It was God who was making them do these things. The jinn, who after the human being are the most important inhabitants of the earth that possess consciousness, can become the human beings servants. So we know that the cows can become servants to human beings they we um we put them in you know where wherever we want to put them we milk them we benefit from their meat we benefit from their skin we benefit from them in in all sorts of ways they are blessed animals and they are subjugated to us The jinn who after the human being are the most important inhabitants of the earth that possess consciousness can become human beings servants. Now the cows we understand they are servants. They can become our servants. But Ustad Nursi here is saying um, based on the, the, the, the Quranic verses that we just read that the jinn can become subjugated to human beings too. That's what we receive in the verse. Right? They were subjugated to Sulaiman Aleyhisselam. If it, if it happened, that means it is possible. And this is important because they are the, the uh, creatures that inhabit the earth, primarily the earth, and that come after the human beings in terms of their privileges. They have willpower, they have consciousness, they have intellect, right? So they, they are different. They, they, in these senses, they are superior to animals and plants and so on and so forth. Even they can be subjugated. It is possible to get in touch with them. The satans, so not only the jinn in general, but the, uh, the jinn who have um, become seduced by Iblis, the satan with a capital s the one who rebelled against god and was cast from cast out from his presence and because he associated this with the creation of the human being adam he became a sworn and clear enemy of the human being so the followers of that clear enemy of the human being can also be compelled to drop enmity and serve now this is compelled right and serve whether they want to or not and thus the sublime real has subjugated them to one of his slaves Sulaiman who subjugated to his God's commands so one of his slaves Sulaiman what is the distinctive quality of Sulaiman that Ustah Nursi emphasizes here it is that he subjugated himself to God's commands so this is what we already um, read in the last episode and the section continues. Cenab-ı Hak manen şu ayetin lisan-ı remziyle der ki, Ey insan, bana itaat eden bir abdime cin ve şeytanları ve şerirlerini itaat ettiriyorum. Sen de benim emrime musahhar olsan, çok mevcudat, hatta cin ve şeytan da sana musahhar olabilirler. In the tongue of the hint in this verse, that is, Ustad Nursi is not saying this is what the verse says, this is uh, this is the clear, apparent, and uh, necessary meaning of the verse. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that there's a hint in this, right? And the verse is speaking in the tongue, in the language of that hint. In the tongue of that hint, the sublime real God says metaphysically. I mean, he's not literally saying it, but he's saying in meaning, metaphysically. O oh, human being, I am making the jinn, the satans, and their evil ones, not only the jinn in general, but their evil ones, obey to, to one of my slaves who obeys me. Suleyman salam obeyed God, and God made these creatures obey him. If you too become subjugated to my command, many existent beings, even the jinn and satans can become subjugated to you. So how do you become subjugated to my command? Well, we talked about this, but it is worth talking again and again. We listen to the Sharia. God is has sent us to this earth for a task. And that task is to worship Him. And to worship him, we first and foremost have to recognize his existence and his station. One who recognizes his station obeys him. So we are being tested with regard to our willingness and ability to obey him. Oh human being! I am making the jinn, the satans and their evil ones obey to one of my slaves who obeys me. So we then uh, show our obedience by following the Sharia, by following what he reveals to us through his prophet and prophets before him about what he wants us to do and what he does not want us to do. These have many wisdoms, but even if they did not have wisdoms, we would still follow them, we would still obey them. Because it's God's command. So we, he says, he tells us to pray, perform prayers for him five times a day. And we get up before sunrise and pray, and then we pray in the middle of the day, and five times a day. He tells us to fast inshallah it's coming soon in the month of ramadan and we fast we stop eating and drinking from dawn to dusk for a whole day right this is obeying god but ustad nursi expands here and elsewhere too this is one of the important aspects one of the important teachings of the risale you know ustad nursi's uh, teachings to indicate that those laws are not limited to the Sharia. The law of gravity. Now, here open a parenthetical mark, right? We do not recognize this as as law of nature. We recognize it it as the law of the ruler, Al-Hakim, God's law, right? God's law based on God's custom. He customarily regularly creates this realm in such a way that when we drop you know when we let an apple go it drops. And we call that gravity. Right? Now if I climb a mountain and let myself down from a cliff and fall and die that means i have not obeyed my lord's law of gravity because that is a law too it's a law that he did not reveal through his prophets although what he revealed through his prophets guide us to understanding that law but it's a law that he revealed through his act of creation it is the manifestation of his power while revelation divine books are manifestations of his divine speech and ultimately they are both re- ma- manifestations of his divine will so oh human being and and this is important what we are being tested is our our uh, subjugation our obedience to his will. Our submission to his will. O human being, I am making the jinn, the satans and their evil ones, obey to one of my slaves who obeys me. If you too become subjugated to my command, many existent beings, even the jinn and satans, can become subjugated to you. Why? Why? Because they are his creation, they are his slaves too, and he subjugates them to whomever he wants to subjugate them to. And in the example of Suleyman, we see that he has done this for him as a human being, and therefore that is within the realm of possibility. İşte beşerin sanat ve fennin imtizacından süzülen maddi ve manevi fevkalade hassasiyetinden tezahür eden ispirtizma gibi celbi ervah ve cinlerle muhabereyi şu ayet en nihayet hududunu çiziyor ve en faydalı suretlerini tayin ediyor ve ona yolu dahi açıyor. Fakat şimdiki gibi bazen kendine envat namını veren cinlere ve şeytanlara ervahı habiseye musahhar ve maskara olup oyuncak olmak değil. Belki onları teshir etmektir, şerlerinden kurtulmaktır. So, this verse, or these verses, draws the furthest boundaries of spiritualism. Now, uh, I'm using the word spiritualism here in a uh, particular sense. Not in the sense of, uh, you know, being a spiritual person. Uh, being attuned to metaphysical reality that says, no, I'm, I'm using it, or we are using it, in the sense of um, studying spirits, being interested in spirits, studying them and trying to connect with them, uh, b- trying to access that realm, right? This verse draws the furthest boundaries of spiritualism, the summoning of spirits and communication with the Jinn. So spiritualism is possible, spiritual beings, spirits that are spiritual beings, can be summoned, can be, can be called, brought, and we can communicate with the jinn, which filter from so these abilities, human abilities that we we see, right? We Some of us may have personally experienced this, some of us may know people who personally experienced this. Some people do communicate with the jinn. The jinn are real. We learn about them in the Quran from the Prophet and from probably thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people who also. Uh, have experiences of communication with them and say that they did it right so and the communication with Dijin which so where does this come from how how is this possible it filters from the merger of the arts and sciences of human beings for thousands of years human beings have um, sharpened refined their spiritual abilities developed techniques right and then ended up communicating with the jinn and appears from their extraordinary material and metaphysical sensitivities by refining um those techniques they also refine their various faculties that are that are um open to the realm in which the jinn exists so it's like someone may have an aptitude, a preparedness, a potential for let's say um, swimming but that in and of itself does not mean that this person is going to swim this person needs to take some swimming lessons have access to water, practice practice and practice and practice and practice his faculties that are related to swimming you know certain muscles uh, that we use in swimming the ability to regulate his breath the ability to um, open and close his eyes and so on and so forth they become refined they become sharpened they improve right so human beings over time throughout millennia through the merger of the arts and sciences that they have um, accomplished right appears uh, through the development of their material and metaphysical sensitivities right have done this have um, summoned spirits spiritual beings and communicated with the jinn and the verse designates the most beneficial forms of these activities and opens the way for them you know, some people do this for evil purposes in order to uh, harm other people, spite other people there may be many, you know there's no limit to perversion, there may be many perverse reasons to do such things right, but in these verses the Qur'an points to Uh, the possibility of benefiting from them for good reasons for good purposes to good ends it first designates the most beneficial forms of these activities of spiritualism summoning spirits and communication with the gym and opens the way for them it also gives us a uh, an indication from God's unlimited knowledge through his divine speech, that this is possible, that the way is open, go ahead. However, this is not about becoming subjugated to and being clowns and toys in the hands of the jinn, the satans, and malignant spirits. Malignant spirits that pretend to be the dead, as it is the case now. So that's what most people think of summoning spirits as people die they have spirits they those spirits move on to a different realm <clears throat> and through various techniques that you you uh, these people think assume or presume that they are calling the dead spirits of those human beings or the spirits of those dead human beings whereas The reality is that it is not the spirits of those human beings, dead human beings. It is the jinn, the satans, other malignant spirits who are created for purposes. One of them would be to test us, the human beings, who basically mock, make fun of, entertain themselves, amuse themselves with the activities of these individuals by misleading them. You call on the jinn. Uh, so, sorry, you call on the spirit of your, I don't know, deceased great great grandfather. There comes something, and you say, if you are here, knock on the door. There comes a jinn, knocks on the door, and you think it's your great great grandfather. But what is your proof that it's your great great grandfather? All you have is a knock on the door. So it is the jinn, satans, malignant spirits that do these in many cases in many cases where whoever is doing this is not competent and does not have the um correct approach to the matter what is the correct approach well the quran is showing us suleiman he subjugated the jinn he subjugated all those even satan's evil spirits and he made them employ their aptitudes their powers for the benefit of human beings so this is not being clowns and toys in the hands of the jinn the satans and malignant spirits that pretend to be that as it is the case now rather it is about subjugating them with the quranic talismans these this knowledge from the quran and being saved from their evils right so that, that, that's it's not only about uh employing them to say build palaces as Suleiman employed them but also being saved from their evils every human being has a, a you know satan whispering to him and appointed to him and they asked the prophet sallallahu wa sallam, what about you and he says my my satan uh, submitted to me i made my sa- uh, satan uh, submit to me so if satans jinn, evil spirits submitted to Sulaiman alayhi yeah he's submitted to the prophet sallallahu and who knows what else happened uh, that we are not aware of perhaps you know other jinn submitted to him right god god Gave angels to his service, right? The cloud sh- sh- uh, giving shade sh- to him, uh, for protecting him from the sun all his life. The angels who came and fought with the uh, believers, with the Prophet وسلم, at various battles. God subjugated even angels. Hem temessülü ervaha işaret eden Hz. Süleyman Aleyhisselam'ın ifritleri ceb ve teshirine dair ayetler, hem, estağizu billah, فَاَرْسَلِنَا اِلَيْهَا رُوحَنَا فَتَمَسَّلَ لَهَا بَشَرًا سَوِيَّا Misullü bazı ayetler, ruhanilerin temessülüne işaret etmekle beraber, dahi ediyorlar. Also the verses about the summoning and subjugation of demons by Hazrat Suleyman aleyhisselam which signified the appearance of spirits in physical form as well as so how was he going to use those spiritual beings the jinn and other spiritual beings in um, construction? They can appear in physical form, they can lift rocks and Perhaps like carve and cut wood and you know do all sorts of things. The verses about the summoning and subjugation of demons by Hazrat Sulaiman salam, which signify the appearance of spirits in physical form, as well as verses such as, "We sent our spirit to appear before her in the form of a perfected man," and this is about um, Hazrat Maryam about the incident of uh, Jibreel السلام, coming to him with God's command and uh, bringing Isa السلام, to his womb, the you know fuller version uh, of the context uh, from the Quran reads as follows in possible translation, mentioned in the Quran the story of Mary she withdrew from her family to a place to the east and secluded herself away we sent our spirit to appear before her in the form of a perfected man she said i seek the lord of Mercies' protection against you i seek the lord of mercy's protection against you if you have any fear of him do not approach but he said i am but a messenger from your lord come to announce to you the gift of a pure son so this is uh, chapter 19, verses 16 uh, through 19. Also, the verses about the summoning and subjugation of demons was by Hazrat salam, which signify the appearance of spirits in physical form, as well as verses such as We sent our spirit to appear before her in the form of a perfected man signify the summoning of spirits along with their appearance in physical form. So, it is not the spirits being summoned in uh, their spiritual form only, but also them being suppon- uh, summoned in physical form. Them being given a physical form to appear to human beings. Like again, Jibreel uh, visiting the Prophet when he was sitting among his companions in the form of a uh, you know, beautiful human being, uh, very similar to one of the companions, right? And they do not understand from the beginning that it, that was Jibril right? The uh, mo, mo, you know most honored, the one one of the uh, most honored angels. They thought it was a human being, and only later, after he leaves, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam tells, Them, you know, you know who that was, and they say, God and His Messenger know they know better, and he says that was Jibril, Gabriel. He came to teach you your religion. So they can be summoned. They can come visit us. Um, We live in a realm that is completely intersected intermingled with it we are surrounded by spiritual beings they are with us at all times they accompany us wherever we go but at the same time there are uh, there are spirits that we can specially summon and as the um, verse here and other verses indicate they can be summoned in physical form maybe not all spirits, maybe some of them, I don't know, we don't know, but this is within the realm of possibility. These are spiritual beings. By definition they are not material as we understand, material in this world that we live. But they still have a substance, therefore perhaps we should not call them metaphysical either. Right? But they are not physical in the sense that we understand, we observe the universe to be, and we we understand a very limited uh, portion of the universe. <laughs> they can be summoned in physical form. Fakat işaret olunan celbi tayyibe ise. Medenilerin yaptığı gibi hezeli yaz suretinde bazı oyuncaklara, o pek ciddi ve ciddi bir alemde olan ruhlara hürmetsizlik edip, kendi yerine ve oyuncaklara celbetmek değil, belki ciddi olarak ve ciddi bir maksat için, Muhyiddin-i Arabi gibi zatlar ki, istediği vakit ervah ile görüşen bir kısım ehli velayet misüllü, onlara müncelib olup, münasebet peyda etmek ve onların yerine gidip, alemlerine bir derece takarrub etmekle, Ruhaniyetlerden manevi istifade etmektir ki ayetler ona işaret eder ve işaret içinde bir teşviki ihsas ediyorlar ve bu nevi sanat ve fünunu hafiyenin en ileri hududunu çiziyor ve en güzel suretini gösteriyorlar. Now that's a long sentence and I should also uh, mention one more time we have mentioned this before often times Ustad Nusi would not write these treatises you know sitting in front of a desk uh, with pen and paper and thinking contemplating about like what should I write what should I write and, and you know, working it and reworking many of the parts parts in the uh, Risale-i Nur in his works are uh, appear in uh, more rudimentary more abridged form in his earlier works in the in the form of oftentimes notes to self and then they are uh he seems to have worked on them in his mind as if there's a you know computer in his mind and he can bring out the the particular file that he wants to work on and work on it improve it and save it again etc etc and then they turn into more um, full-fledged refined uh, treatises but sometimes he would be asked a question and he would just answer the question, and, and people around him would uh, write it down, and then he would say, "Okay, this was something. Uh, the the place for this is such and such location in the collection of the Ainur. And because they were just writing down whatever came out of his mouth it sometimes the text will be in the form of a conversation and it will be difficult to you know bring the beginning and the end of the sentence and so on and so forth as uh, we, we translate uh, we try to uh, um, put things in in a little bit more formal uh, language but still the spoken um, spoken nature the, the origin original of the of the narrative may come through so this is one of those uh, situations however the summoning of good spirits that is being signified here i.e. what we are talking about here when we talk about summoning spirits we are talking about summoning good spirits why should we summon the evil spirits what do you want from them why, why would we want them right they, they are evil May they be far away from us. You know, we take refuge in God from the uh the, the Satan who was cast from God's presence, and other Satans, jinn, malignant spirits that follow him. We take refuge in God from all of them. But we we want the good spirits, right? Now, what is mentioned here is um, not, right, the summoning of the good spirits that we are talking about here is not summoning those exceeding the serious spirits, like those good spirits, are they serious? Who dwell in a serious realm? The spiritual realm that they dwell in, that's a serious place. That, that's a place with that has a weight to it. So this is not about summoning them, those serious spirits from their serious realm, to some joke like toys, to toys where one is, right, so where we are. We are asking them to, to come over. It's like, say you want to, to talk with A really respected um, personal authority you want to communicate and perhaps you're asking for something uh, from the governor of the city where you live so you need to talk to the governor right you don't take the phone call the governor's office and say oh governor I'm um, you know I'm out here uh, at the corner of such and such and street and such and such and street, just come over. I have something to talk with you. That's not how you talk with the governor, right? You go to the office, take an appointment. Uh, if they let you in, you enter the office and with the with the ad with the with the adab of the place, with the proper manners of the place, you talk with them. So this summoning of spirits that we are talking about here is not that, you know, uh, summoning them, calling them to joke like toys, where we are. Stadnus here says, as the civilized people do, and in writing we will put the civilized in uh, quotation marks, right, the people in the modern age do. And thus, it is not, it is not, uh, thus, and, and thus it is not being disrespectful to those spirits. No, that's a serious realm. These are serious, important, um, lofty creatures. And we need to preserve the respect, the manners, the adab, the etiquette of that realm. Rather, it is about, so what is it then? It is about being drawn to them. Being drawn to them. We go. Seriously. Seriously. And for a serious purpose, like some people of sainthood, such as Muhyiddin ibn Arabi. And ustad Nursi is giving the example of Muhyiddin ibn Arabi because he narrates many examples of such uh, encounters. Who correspond with the spirits whenever they want. And thus, to establish communication with them, the spirits and spiritual beings. Go to where they are attain some degree of closeness to their realms and metaphysically benefit from their spirituality it is this that the verses signify and within that signification imply an encouragement it is this that the verses signify draw the furthest boundaries it is also this that the verses draw The furthest boundaries of such hidden arts and sciences such hidden um, skills and show their most beautiful form what's the most beautiful form in which this can be done that's this that's uh, what Suleiman did and of course we cannot go that far we have been talking about this before. right? We cannot go that far. We cannot do everything that Suleiman a.s. did. Imagine a glass wall. We can go up to the glass wall. Beyond that is Suleyman a.s. But learning about what Suleyman a.s. was doing shows us that it is possible to go to that point. Hem mesela. Now we are moving on to another example inshallah. Hem mesela. mucizelerine dair sta'yuz billah inna sa kharnal jibal lamma ahu yusabbihna and Cenab-ı Hak, Hz. Davud Aleyhisselam'ın tesbihatına öyle bir kuvvet ve yüksek bir ses ve hoş bir eda vermiştir ki, dağları vecde getirip birer muazzam fonograf misillü ve birer insan gibi bir serzakirin etrafında ufkıyı halka durup tutup bir daire olarak tesbihat ediyorlardı. Acaba bu mümkün müdür, hakikat midir? Also, for example, the verses of... We subjugated the mountains to glorify us with him at sunset and sunrise. Uh, chapter 38, verse 18. About Dawud, a. Also, all mountains echo God's praises together with him, and you birds too, and we softened iron for him. Uh, chapter 34, verse 10. Again about David Dawud, a.s. And... We have been taught the speech of birds, and this uh, Sulaiman alayhi salam is saying about the miracles of Hazrat Dawood alayhi salam indicate that the sublime real has given such a strength, high sound, and agreeable style to Hazrat Dawud's glorifications that it has brought the mountains to ecstasy. so, to, so think about the remembrance, the glorification that Dawud alayhi was performing, it was such that, it was such that mountains would come to ecstasy and thus they were glorifying similar to a tremendous phonograph and each like a human being holding a horizontal circle around a chief performer of remembrance. Now imagine a Circle of Remembrance in the, in a, say in a Zawiya uh, in a tekke, in a Sufi Lodge where there would be the uh, chief performer, right? Sarzakir, Zakir, the, the leader, the person who is leading the session of remembrance. And sometimes that person would be sitting in the middle and others would form a circle around him. So, as if, as though, like that um, circle of remembrance, Dawood alayhi imagine sitting in the center and in the horizons, mountains forming a circle of remembrance with him. Such an amazing scene. Such an amazing scene. Try to imagine it. Subhanallah. Look at the depiction. The the the art. Uh, in the Qur'an wonder if that is possible is that real so that's the question that Ustad end ended that paragraph with and then the next paragraph starts saying yes but let's read the Turkish first evet hakikattir mağaralı her da, her insanla ve insanın diliyle papağan gibi konuşabilir çünkü aksi sada vasıtasıyla dağın önünde sen elhamdülillah de dağ da aynen senin gibi, Etmiştir, yes, it is real. Every mountain with caves can speak with every human being and in the tongue of humans like a parrot. Now, that was the miracle that we talked about. But the miracle, as we said, points to you know, what's behind that glass wall. What is there for us to go to, right? So the starting point, to just to show that this is possible, is mountains with with, with caves, if you, you know, stand in front of a cave or near a cave and talk, or especially if you say something in a loud voice, right, it's going to echo. Every mountain with caves can speak with every human being, and in the tongue of humans, like a parrot. So it does. It is not only that it speaks, because you know, dogs speak; they bark, they say, "How, how, how," and we don't understand. They speak in the in dog dog language, in the tongue of dogs, right? But the mountain speaks with the human being in the tongue of the human being by echoing, repeating what the human being says to the human being, like a parrot. Because say, all praise is due to God. Alhamdulillah, in front of a. Um, in front of a mountain and by means of echoing the mountain will say all praise is due to God Alhamdulillah just as you did just as you did surely that ability can be improved and thus that seed blossoms so this is where we start but it can be improved the the, the narration of what Dawud a.s. was doing and what God made possible for him, the glorification of mountains with him, right, points to the fact that there is more to do. There is a long way to go here, SubhanAllah. Then we need to investigate, what is it? What is it that, that, that's out there that we can um, advance and achieve? İşte Hz. Davud Aleyhisselam'a risaletiyle beraber hilafeti ruh-i zemini müstesna bir surette ona verdiğinden, o geniş risalet ve muazzam saltanata layık bir mucize olarak o kabiliyet çekirdeğini öyle enkişaf ettirmiş ki, çok büyük dağlar birer nefer, birer şakir, birer mürid gibi Hz. Davud'a ektida edip onun lisanıyla, onun emriyle Halika Zülcelal ile tesbihat ediyorlardı. Hz. Davud Aleyhisselam ne söylese onlar da tekrar ediyorlardı. Nasıl ki şimdi vesayeti muhabere ve vesaili irtibatın kesret ve tekemmülü sebebiyle haşmetli bir kumandan dağlara dağılan azim ordusuna bir anda Allahu Ekber dedirir ve koca dağları konuşturur, velveliye getirir. Madem insanın bir kumandanı dağları sekenelerinin lisanıyla mecazi olarak konuşturur, elbette Cenab-ı Hakk'ın haşmetli bir kumandanı hakiki olarak konuşturur, tesbihat yaptırır. So, because... He, that is God, gave the vast of the face of the earth to Hazrat Dawood salam alongside his messengership. So he was given messengership, and he was given vice currency in an exceptional form, as a miracle that switched the broad messengership and tremendous royal power. He has made God has made the seed of that ability unfold in such a way that great mountains followed him, each like a soldier a student and a disciple glorifying the majestic creator in his tongue and upon his command you know imagine a teacher saying something the students repeating or imagine a uh, sheikh uh, as the sel- uh, zhakir, as the chief performer of remembrance sitting in the circle uh, at, at the center of a circle of remembrance and the disciples repeating or imagine a, imagine soldiers repeating what their commander says Like that, the mountains were uh, subjugated to Dawud, and they were glorifying the majestic creator in his, Dawud's tongue, and upon his command. Whatever Hz. Dawud said, they too were repeating, the mountains were repeating, in the way that... Thanks to the multitude and advancement of the contemporary communications and means of contact, a commander with sublimity can have his tremendous army dispersed through the mountains say, God is great all at once. And thus, he has those massive mountains speak and come to an outcry. Now imagine the scene scenery here that Ustad Norsi is bringing uh, before our eyes. right? Imagine that uh, let's let's say that this is a you know, training session the commander to- tells 10000 soldiers each to disperse through a mountain each with a, a wireless or you know now we can probably say like each with a cell phone and in advance orders them to each um, you know, attune to a certain frequency or a, with a radio device right to to attune to a certain frequency and then he orders them in advance when i say god is great you all will say all at once immediately god is great now imagine ten thousand soldiers dispersed through a a mountain and all at once they're saying god is great what a sound that would make right since a commander among humans has mountains speak in a metaphorical sense with the tongue of their inhabitants in the tongue in the in the in the uh, person and tongue of those soldiers of course a sublime commander of the sublime real a sublime commander of the sublime real i.e a commander of god can make them speak in a real sense and has them glorify that is dawud a sublime commander of god can make them speak in a real sense now in the example that we had it was in the tongue of the soldiers dispersed through the mountains and therefore the mountains we could you know say it as, as though like the mountains it, it's as though the mountains are saying Allahu Akbar in the tongue of the, their inhabitants right God can make one of his sublime commanders like Dawud to make the mountains speak in a real sense and has them the mountains glorify with him Bununla beraber, her cebelin bir sahs manevisi bulunduğunu ve ona münasip birer tesbih ve birer ibadeti olduğunu eski sözlerde beyan etmişiz. Demek her dağ, insanların lisanıyla, aksisada, sırrıyla tesbihat yaptıkları gibi, kendi elsineyi i mahsusallarıyla dahi Halika Celale tesbihatları vardır. That having been said, we have already explained in the earlier words, that every mountain has a metaphysical personality with a glorification and form of worship that suits it and we, we talked about this right there there are appointed angels um, appointed angels to each and every being each and every raindrop falling from the sky for instance is, is not falling randomly it is not forsaken it has an angel appointed to um, regulate its actions and accompanies it all the way to the ground and once it reaches the ground, Allah alam, that angel disappears or goes and takes charge of another drop. The earth has an appointed angel, the sun has an appointed angel, each and every um, a- atom, subatomic atomic particle, has an angel what we what we um, perceive as force and name force right that is angels fulfilling God's commands and one of the duties functions of these appointed angels is to present the glorifications of whatever they are appointed to to the divine throne to God that having been said we have already explained in the earlier words that every mountain has a metaphysical personality with a glorification and form of worship that suits it so it's not only that these mountains may be echoing what the human being says or it's not only that the mountains may be repeating what a you know sublime commander of god like Daud says in reality repeating what he says not on echoing but saying it right but also that these mountains have their own language metaphysical personality that appointed angel and glorification and form of worship in that case as each mountain performs glorifications in the tongue of humans thanks to the secret of echoing they also glorify the majestic creator in their specific tongs all right um we have several other examples but we are close to the end of our usual time inshallah we will stop here and continue uh, from the next example in the next episode subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma illamtana Antal anta al-alimul hakim wa akhirat dawahum and alhamdulillahi rabbil al-fatiha allahumma sallallahu